the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Well, good afternoon. Greetings. Thanks for coming along. Thursday edition. This is one of those fast weeks. I mean, is it just because it's a was a holiday week, I suppose, right? You just kind of go, boom, there it goes. Week's gone. You know what's sad? Thank you. Um, That, you know, I've got my top four, which we do at the start of every show. Yeah. It says for Wednesday, June 2nd, right at mm. the top. What happened? Mm, I don't know. I think I forgot. Oh, you just forgot to change. You didn't really think today was Wednesday, though, did you? No, I think I did. Right. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure I did, John. Thank you. <laughs> so you're saying it's not. No, it's not. Today mm. is Thursday. I'm still confounded. It's in time and space. I'm still confounded that it's June. And last I night I, I was know. cold. I mean, I was cold. Listen. I was wearing I- heavy socks last night. Yeah. Kat. I, it's what? not right. It's not right. And then I hear it's going to be like, it's going to be 90 degrees in a couple of days. What can't we find a happy, like, can't we just exist at 79 for no. just a couple of days? Just a little bit of time. I don't know. Good Such is life, you. right? Yeah. We, what will we do without the weather? We, <laughs> well, <laughs> I think we'd be dead. So. <laughs> <laughs> so any weather? Nope. We're dead. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, All the right. aforementioned top four, even though it is Thursday. <laughs> I fixed it. Don't worry, I fixed right. it. <laughs> Kath has those top news stories, uh, dated as they may be. As we always do, we get underway with the show. The news stories, Kath, the top four at four. All right, for Thursday, they tell me. Yeah. June 3rd, 2021. Number one. The tight labor market is hampering new restaurant and supermarket openings, putting a potential check on growth in a food industry that's trying desperately to recover from the pandemic. According to today's Wall Street Journal, grocers and restaurants say they are struggling to hire all the workers they want. So they are adding perks and bonuses to entice job seekers. And in some cases, they are delaying opening. There were a record high 8.1 million unfilled jobs at the end of March. I mean, that's crazy. That's according to the Labor Department, including 993,000 at restaurants and hotels and 878,000 at stores. Businesses that can't fill jobs may close a part of a restaurant. They may stock shelves more slowly or serve fewer customers. Accommodations that could, as you can imagine, reduce sales and economists say act as a break on what otherwise is expected to be a strong economic recovery this year. Number two, today, NASA launched more than, wait for it, 100 baby squid and about 5,000 microscopic animals on a mission to the International Space Station. According to USA Today, the creatures will head to the station aboard SpaceX's Falcon 9 rocket, which launched at 1.29 p.m. Eastern Standard. 
The 128 baby bobtail squid will be used as part of research into the effects of spaceflight on microbes, which help humans and animals maintain a healthy digestive and immune system, the BBC said. No word on whether the uh, bobtail squid were nervous upon takeoff. The bobtails. How about the people? That's like the movie Alien. That's how Alien got started. Yeah, that's a good We're point. launching squid into space. <laughs> right now, squid's going to be popping out of people's abdomens in the space station. If, yeah, it'd be the worst, your worst nightmare. Sigourney Weaver's going to have to beat him off. Paul Reiser, he's a bad guy. You that's think he's good, be- but he's not. Number three. As Tokyo marked 50 days until the start of the Summer Olympics, most of Japan is still under a COVID-19 state of emergency. Tokyo unveiled this year's gold, silver, and bronze medals today, and plus the winner's podium with pomp and circumstance, even though many Japanese say the game should be called off. The chief Olympics organizer said the games that were supposed to be held last year cannot be postponed again, according to CBS News. And as a result, the games have become a hot topic between health officials, Olympic organizers and the Japanese government. The pace of vaccination in Japan has been slow. The government initially vowed to administer one million doses daily, but currently is only giving 500,000 per day. And believe it or not, get ready for this. More infections and deaths are happening now in Japan compared to when Tokyo froze the games in March of 2020. How about that? Around 10,000 Olympic volunteers out of 80,000 have now quit. Okay. I mean, it's 50 days away. Yeah. Have you heard? Have you seen any promos? I just saw the promos. I just saw the things about the medals. Oh, like yeah, and the like television. Uh huh. Uh, no, it was online. See, I can't imagine this is going to happen. I really have low expectations. Don't you? All right, we'll see. And number four, our good friend, our dear friend Tunchokin, stepping away from the broadcast booth so he can continue his fight against ALS. The Trib reports that Tunch, former Steelers offensive lineman and longtime most excellent color analyst on radio broadcasts, announced his retirement today in a statement released through the team. Tunch is 63 years old. He played for the Steelers from 1980 to 1992 and joined the broadcast team back in 1998. He became the prime analyst when Myron Cope retired after the 04 season. As you remember, Tunch announced his ALS diagnosis back in September. His last broadcast was the Steelers' playoff loss, that painful game, to Cleveland in January. In a statement today, Tunch said this, I want to spend the time focusing on my treatment and fighting this disease. I would like to thank Steelers president Art Rooney II, the Steelers organization, and the fans for their continued support and prayers at this time. If you remember, Tunch made the Pro Bowl twice in his career. He's a member of the franchise's all-time team. The Steelers today did not announce whether they will replace him in the booth, but Craig Wolfley, another great friend of ours and of the program, and also Bill Hillgrove remain part of the broadcast team. And that is your top four at four. Tunch. I mean, God almost 40 Tunch. years with the Steelers, almost 40 years. So that's an incredible, I mean, who does that in this day and age? Mm-hmm. So God bless uh, Tunch as uh He exits the broadcast booth. We love him. Yep. Universally loved by people in the locker room, especially offensive linemen, um, by coaches, by Steeler administration and personnel, and all of us who are his friends. All right. Let us step away for just a few minutes. Uh, Pastor Bill Glaze is with us from Bethany Baptist Church. Premarital counseling. Did that work for you, Kath? Did you have premarital counseling? Sure did. We'll talk about that next. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, the Thursday edition here on 101.5 WMRD. 
101.5 WORD. None of us can ever look up to heaven and say, God, you don't know what I'm going through. Dr. Michael Youssef. Jesus immediately will respond and say to you, I have been through things far worse than you will ever dream of being through. And I won. And with my power, you can too. Make plans to join us this week on Leading the Way. Tomorrow morning at 6.30 on 101.5 WORD. If your family depends on your income and something happened to you, what would happen to them? You need life insurance, and SelectQuote can help you get it at a price you can afford. SelectQuote found Jacob, 40, who's in excellent health, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $19 a month. Not in perfect health? Don't worry. Select quote found Tanya, 40, who has type 2 diabetes, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $32 a month. We shop companies like Protective, Prudential, American General, and others to find you the company with the best rates. Give your family the security they need at a price you can afford. For your free quote, call 1-800-880-7474. That's 1-800-880-7474. Or go to selectquote.com. That's 1-800-880-7474. Select quote. We shop, you save. Get full details on the example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your premium could vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states. I have a traumatizing childhood memory of an Easter egg hunt. The big hunt was a big deal in our family. And I have this memory of running and excitedly reaching for eggs, only to have my big brother and sister sweep in and steal them at the last second. It's Ryan, and unfortunately, this is a traumatizing reality our Faith and Family Mortgage Team is seeing from families across the country. Families are finding their dream home, only to have it pulled away by another hunter at the last second. At United Faith Mortgage, we unfortunately cannot scare off the other hunters, but we can very quickly get you pre-approved and make it look as good as possible to sellers. And then, once you do grab that Easter egg, see our story and read how our direct lender advantage can often save your family monthly and lifelong money at unitedfaithmortgage.com. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Middle Park Road, Middle New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to NMLS Consumer Access. Or corporate NMLS number 1335. Rec NMLS number 65233. Equal housing lender. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. Don't let pests scare off your returning customers. Get the help you need at BoozeBugStoppers.com. Get a free quote on a monthly pest control and sanitation plan without a long-term contract that'll clean them up, block them out, push them back, and remove pests safely. Backed by Boo's 100% satisfaction guarantee. When it comes to protecting your business and your guests, who are you going to call? Booze Bug Stoppers at BoozeBugStoppers.com. Okay, so as a guy, you pop the question, you love her. Let's get married. Let's spend our life together. Uh, then your friends uh, say to you, or someone, some wisdom, hey, you know what? Have you guys done premarital counseling? That'd be, that'd be good. That'd be good. I think a lot of people go, what? What do we need? To get? We're getting married. Why do we need to go see a therapist? What's a therapist have to got to do with our marriage? Well, Pastor Bill Glaze is with us. He's going to talk about premarital counseling. And, Bill, uh, welcome to the show. How are you? Oh, I'm doing good. How, how are you guys? Uh, I, it, it was good to see that you, you're going to be back in the studio. I know that mm. it's been a, a long time since uh, you've been able to do that. <laughs> it has been a long time, Bill. We'd like, to, wel- we'd like to welcome you back into the studio to be with us, Bill. 
you know what? I'll, I'll look forward to that. Terrific. Now, I think we should all wear Steeler gear. Hey, that, that sounds like a plan to me. I, you know, hopefully they're, they're getting it together and, uh, and we're going to see uh, a, a good run from the Steelers this year. Yeah, and you're going to forget whatever dalliance you've had with the Dallas Cowboys, for crying out loud. <laughs> dalliance. <laughs> Speaking of premarital counseling. <laughs> anyway, Bill, okay, so premarital counseling, I think John's right. I think a lot of people who uh, might be outside the church and probably a lot of people inside the church I are like, so. well, what do I need counseling for? We haven't, been mar- we haven't been married long enough to screw anything up. Right, right. And, and, and you know, that's uh, the reaction that, you know, we get from a lot of people. Uh, we have a counseling ministry here at our church, uh, and I actually have written a, a, a book on premarital counseling. And a lot of people, you know, think that, and, and I, John hit the nail on the head, they think when you hear the word counseling, that it seems to indicate you have some type of problem. But that's not the case at all. You know, premarital counseling is actually, you know, preparation for the marriage. So it's not, uh, assuming that there's a problem there it's, it's just assuming that you know everybody needs to get equipped uh for for marriage you know I, I do a marriage uh a premarital counseling seminar and i start the seminar off by asking the question uh what is the number one reason for divorce and uh you know people come up with all kind of uh uh answers money you know some will say you know adultery and you know go on and on and i say the number one reason for divorce is uh marriage that if people never got married, they would never get divorced. And so when you think about, uh, you know, marriage, uh, if people have been equipped and if they have been prepared to get married, then the chances of them staying married are, are a lot uh, better. Uh, Howard Hendricks, who was a uh, professor at Dallas Theological uh, Seminary, he, he said this, one reason for failed marriages is we choose to marry a person that we don't know. And so that's the, the, the purpose of premarital counseling is to get you to, to know the person that, you know, you're getting ready to uh, uh, get married to. And when you think about, uh, and, and this, you know, when I, when I researched this information, this was like five, six years ago, that the cost, the average cost of a wedding, when you, you think about the, the, the ceremony, when you think about the flowers, the rings, the music, the video, the reception, the honeymoon, that the average cost is, is, is around $30,000. So people are, are, are spending $30,000, you know, on a wedding, but how much are they, how much time and energy and money are they spending on a marriage? You know, mm-hmm. the, the thing that's going to equip them to, to stay married. You know, I, I think of, uh, you know, myself and, and my wife, uh, when we got married, we were college students. I was a junior in college and my wife, uh, was a sophomore, and we got married in February on the weekend. And Monday, you know, we were back in class. You know, I, I'm, I'm going to say that, you know, probably our, our wedding cost every bit of maybe uh, $600. And, you know, 44 years later, you know, we are, you know, we are still still married. Now, probably because my wife has been a lot a lot more patient with me and, and kind of hung in there. But, you know, when you when you think about that, you know, people are investing more in the wedding uh, than they are in the marriage. And, you know, right. I've, I've been a pastor and I've married, uh, you know, in, in my years and over 30 years in ministry, you know, I've married many people and I've seen some of the most uh, elaborate, uh, extravagant weddings that you ever want to see. I mean, you know, I weddings where, you know, when, when we got finished with the ceremony, there was like 
four stretch limousines that pulled up in front of the church. And, and right. we went to this big hall where there was a, a great reception. And then, you know, six months later, you know, the couple was getting divorced. And so, you know, you, you, you look at that and you, and you wonder, you know, had they really been prepared and had they really been equipped for, for marriage? So, uh, you know, yeah, I definitely believe that premarital counseling, you know, does not uh, indicate that there's an a, a emotional problem or issue. But premarital counseling says, hey, you know, I'm getting ready to, you know, marry somebody for a lifetime. You know, we, you know, we require, you know, a, a, you know, people to get driver's license and they have to go through a lot of stuff for that. But for people to get married, you know, where they're going to bring kids into this world, where they're going to, you know, have a, a, a family that's, that's, that's supposed to be for a lifetime, you know, they're, they're not spending any time at all, you know, preparing themselves, you know, for the marriage. Pastor Bill Glaze is with us in Bethany Baptist Church in the Homewood neighborhood here in the city of Pittsburgh. So, Bill, that, that's great. I mean, you just paint a very vivid picture of the fallacy or the folly of people who are wanting to get married. They right, they put pomp and circumstance and expense before that. You know, certainly the uh, the cart before the horse, so to speak. So, what right. about that? When you talk about therapy premarital therapy and you have someone who says yeah pastor my wife and I, or my bride to be my husband to be we're thinking about this we want to do this what's the lay of the land i mean is it four visits is it eight visits is it a year what about that you know that stretch of time and also the idea of getting to know each other you brought that up people don't know each other what does premarital do as far as getting people to know each other right well, you know, I, I believe that, you know, when you look at what premarital counseling, you know, should should be involved, you know, I, I think that the number one thing is because marriage is God's institution. So you ought to want to hear what God has to say about it. Mm-hmm. And so that's why, yeah. you know, we, we go to the scripture and we talk about, you know, the biblical foundation for marriage and, and what God's design for marriage is. And, and, and so that's that's the start right there. And so when people, you know, you get a lot of people that, uh, I, and I know I may offend some people now, uh, but I, I wonder why they just don't go to the justice of the peace and get married. You know, why do they want to get married in the church? Because when you get married in the church, to me, uh, what you're saying is that I'm inviting God in on uh, my wedding and my marriage, and I want to know what God has to say. And so, mm-hmm. you know, we look at the biblical foundations for marriage. You know, we look at communication you know, how, how do you communicate with one another in marriage? You know, we look at uh, uh, sex in marriage, you know, which is something that, you know, couples, you know, we, we live in a day where people are shacking up, you know, before they get married. But, you know, it's, it's interesting. Even secular studies show that people that live together uh, before they get married, that they have less marital satisfaction, you know, when they when they uh, do get married. And then even, you know, some of the issues that come up with, you know, uh, living together. And then the fact that God says that, you know, it's not it, it, that's that's not his plan. That's not his program. So, you know, we talk about, you know, that, you know, why you should uh, not live together, you know, before marriage. We talk about uh, in-laws. You know, how do you deal with your in-laws in marriage? Uh, we deal with money in marriage. Uh, so, you know, we you know, we deal with some of the basic things that, you know, couples are going to deal with. Uh, once they get married. Now, uh, I would say, uh, you know, in our program, you know, I, I've had I've had somebody come to me and they said, uh, you know, Pastor Grace, can you marry us uh, two weeks from the day? 
And then I, I give them our premarital program, and I say, do you think we can go through this in two weeks, which is, you know, they can. So, I, you know, we, we suggest that they go through four to six months of premarital counseling. And, you know, when they go through it, you know, this, this is probably about seven or eight sessions. And, you know, they uh, are able to get equipped, you know, for, you know, for the marriage. You know, we also have a marriage assessment that we do. It's, it's, it's called Preparing Rich where we, uh, you know, have the couple fill out this assessment, and then it gives them a, a, a complete snapshot of their relationship, you know, and it, it, it says where they're at, you know, you know, the struggles that they have and identify, you know, issues so that we can help them as we, as we counsel them through. So, you know, I, yeah, I'm going to say, you know, we recommend four to six months, you know, uh, of premarital counseling. And, you know, it, it can take longer than that, but, you know, generally, you know, that's the time limit. Reverend Bill Glaze is with us, Bethany Baptist Church in Homewood, talking about premarital counseling. Uh, Bill, I'm wondering, you know, people listening to the program, maybe people who are getting ready to be married and they think, well, I, you know, I heard everything he said, but that doesn't sound like very exciting or really interesting. I don't really think we need this. Um, it's hard to explain to somebody who's never been married the types of, you know, how emergent a lot of those issues become when you are married. I mean, how do you get that across? Emergent. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, I, I, I I had a guy and I I use this illustration. I was talking to a guy about premarital counseling and he had been married for quite a while. And he said, pastor, he said, my wife and I've been married for uh, 30 some years and you know, we didn't get any counseling. And, uh, and I looked at their relationship and the only reason that they were still married is because his, his wife was a loving, kind, patient, godly individual. That's, you know, uh, other than that, you know, I think that they would have, you know, racked it up a long time ago. So I right. use that illustration to show that here, you know, here's a guy that, that could have been getting the maximum enjoyment out of his marriage. Uh, and, and he thought everything was all right. But, you know, if you if you talk to his wife, you know, she might not say anything because she had a nice, quiet, godly spirit. But you could tell that, you know, there was some, some issues in the marriage. So, uh, yeah, I, I would say that if you want to get the maximum enjoyment out of your marriage, that, you know, to start out with the premarital, and, and then, you know, that, that lays a good foundation for you to be able uh, to uh, do all the things that you need to do. And especially in this day, you know, one of the sessions that we have is, you know, and both of you guys have children, and, uh, you know, I know I didn't have a manual on raising children when, I, when we got married, and, you know, there was a lot of trial and error. But one of the things that we try to talk about is at least talk through some of your philosophies, your ideas about uh, raising children so that, you know, you're on the same page and you're not, you know, uh, you know, running off the cuff, you know, when you as you raise your children. So, you know, that's a, another thing that we would talk. So I, I would just say to give your, your marriage every chance to have the, the most success and the maximum enjoyment. I think that premarital counseling is a must. Outstanding. Hey, Bill, uh, Bethany Baptist, uh, are you meeting in person or are you still, uh, you know, doing it um, remotely? Well, uh, we started the 1st of May. Uh, we came back to uh, in-person meeting. Uh, you know, it got started a little bit slow. You know, we, we have about 350 members. And I, I would say on an average, you know, a Sunday now, you know, about 50, 55 people have, uh, have okay. come back. Uh, so, you know, it's, it's, it's slow, but, you know, somebody asked me the question, you know, well, why, why are we starting back? And this was my thing. You got to start somewhere, you know, 
and, and you know, it, it looks like you know the numbers are are dropping. You know, people are getting vaccinated, so uh, it just it just seems like uh, to me the time was right for us to come back. And uh, you know, again, uh, that that hasn't been a sentiment that has been overwhelming in our church because we haven't seen the majority of our people come back yet. I see. Good. Just a matter of time. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Bill. So uh, we're going to take a commercial break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the very first cruise ship reaches Venice since the pandemic began. Of course, we know that cruise ship lines were totally shut down during this era. Um, I have never been on a cruise, not really interested in going on one. Uh, John feels the same way. So we ask you, would you go on a cruise? Have you in the past? Well, uh, no, I've never been on a uh, cruise. And, you know, uh, I I would say that you know, some of the, the horror stories that I saw uh, at the beginning of COVID about cruises, yeah. uh, that would make me a little leery about uh, taking a cruise at this point in time. Right. Okay. Would there be any advantage, like, would we convince you if John and I decided to take our very first cruise and invited you to be the third person? <laughs> no, the, uh, no, I don't think that would work. Uh, because uh, We need some free know, cruise counseling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that, that instead of free marital, right? Free cruise counseling. Yeah, I'd say so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Although, Bill, I would enjoy being with you shoulder to shoulder at the buffet, my friend. Amen. Amen. Well, uh, well, I think the buffets will be opening back up on land, so maybe we can we can start okay. there. I okay. like that. Very good. All right. Listen, if we go, I'm sending. I'm posting pictures on social media. Oh it's God. the Reverend Bill Glaze, Bethany Baptist Church in Homewood. Thanks, Bill. Thank you, Bill. All right, you guys have a blessed day. All right, you as see well. you soon. All right, we'll take a quick break, as Kath said, uh, as we step away. Okay, so Venice, look, I've not been to Venice, but I know it's a very delicate jewel. Yeah. All of a sudden, it's huge cruise ship pulls in? Cruise what? liners come in, people that are like going, wrong. oh, I guess COVID's over. Holy smokes. Well, by now, you all heard me talk about my pillow and how it's really a great, very comfortable pillow. It won't go flat. You can wash and dry them as many times as you want, and they maintain their shape, and they're made in the USA. Now, for a limited time, MyPillow is offering the premium MyPillows for the lowest price ever. You can get a queen-size premium MyPillow for $29.98. They are regularly $69.98. That's a $40 savings. Kings are only $5 more. All MyPillow products come with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, and use promo code WORD. You'll also get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the Giza Dream bed sheets, the MyPillow mattress topper, and MyPillow towel sets, or call 800-391-0954. Use promo code WORD. Or right now, MyPillow.com. MyPillow.com. To serve as a ruling elder is a high and holy office. RPTS now offers five flexible online courses to help you shepherd the Church of God. The Ruling Elders Program features courses on biblical counseling, interpretation, worship, the church, care and administration, plus preaching at elective options that best fit your ministry paradigm. No papers, no exams, just solid biblical teaching from experienced pastor professors. Individual and group rates available. RPTS, study under pastors. Learn more at rpts.edu. This is Jay Hagerman of Abernathy and Hagerman. Upon your passing, you wouldn't want a judge to decide who raises your children or how your estate gets divided. It is important to review your estate planning documents to ensure they protect what matters most. At Abernathy and Hagerman, we will work with you to establish an estate plan 
that nominates a guardian for your minor children, and that your assets are used for your family's benefit. Judge for yourself. For legal help that lasts a lifetime, visit a-h.law. July is National Lost Pet Prevention Month, and to help raise awareness, Invisible Fence Brand will donate $10,000 to a local animal shelter. Visit Invisible Fence on Facebook to vote for your favorite animal shelter and help lost pets return home. Are you or do you know a senior 62 years or older considering a reverse mortgage? Craig Schweiger of Federated Mortgage hosts a weekly show, Home is Where the Heart Is, to assist seniors and their families get the real facts about reverse mortgages. Increased income, debt consolidation, home improvements, ready cash for the times you need it, with no monthly payments? Join Craig for a special question and answer program that dispels the myths and reveals the truth about reverse mortgages for seniors. Saturday at 7 a.m. on 101.5 FM WORD. Listen on your smart speaker, the Word FM app at wordfm.com, iHeart, TuneIn, and on radio.com, in the car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. Tonight we'll see mostly cloudy skies. Expect a couple of showers and a thunderstorm mainly early tonight with a low of 61. Tomorrow, a blend of sun and clouds. We'll see a thunderstorm in spots in the afternoon. We'll reach a high tomorrow of 77. Saturday, we'll start off the weekend with mostly sunny skies. Expect a high Saturday of 84. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. risers in Venice were surprised today to see a cruise ship nosing down the Guadalcua Canal for the first time since the start of the pandemic. Despite repeated government pledges to reroute such huge vessels due to safety and environmental concerns, the 92,409-ton MSC Orchestra passed through the basin in front of St. Mark's Canal around 6 a.m. under tugboat and Port Authority escort ahead of the first post-pandemic cruise ship departure from Venice, which is scheduled for this Saturday. Now, the cruise ship's arrival comes two years and a day after the MSC opera struck a dock and a tourist riverboat in the same canal an event that underlines safety concerns among anti-cruise ship passengers. Protesters are amping up against the renewal of cruise traffic just two and a half months after Italy's cruise minister vowed a definitive stop to the passage of big ships through the heart of Venice. They include an open letter by the Venice Heritage nonprofit organization signed by celebrities including Mick Jagger, Tilda Swinton, Wes Anderson, and director Francis Ford Coppola. Quote, Venice is suffering, and we, citizens of the world, cannot remain deaf to her cries, read the open letter addressed to Italian officials, including the prime minister. All right. That's a lot. That's an awful lot. Um, it's interesting that cruise ships are coming back, especially worldwide when it doesn't feel the world is over COVID-19. Right. Especially after the numbers we saw um, going on in Japan right now. Right. Right. Um, I don't know. I just, I've never been attracted to the idea of a cruise. No, you know, I, I, I don't know why. Are you afraid? Like, does it make you nervous, John? No, I just don't want to be around all those people. Oh, okay. Well, so, and certainly like post-COVID, you probably, that has- Even before. Yeah, I emphasize mean, that, right? However, having said that, wouldn't you love to go and visit Venice? Yes. 
Right. And now this time, this pandemic time would have probably been the perfect time to do it. There's nobody there. You know what I think I would rather do is take one of those. Gary will laugh because of all the BBC that I watched one of those Viking cruises. Oh, I've known people who have done that. Okay. Did they like it? Through the roof. Everybody that I've talked to said, oh, yes, again and again and again. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. See, that sounds, first of all, it's a more manageable size. It's much smaller. Right. And I love, you know, looking at the route that it takes, depending on which one you start with, however far east you start. It's real. I mean, you see fascinating places. Oh You've Is that got a like water a- slide. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> the craps tables are hard to find. I, I understand that. It's right. kind of one of the things you have to know going in. But to me, but that's, that's big dollars. I mean, you can go on a cruise ship way cheaper than you can go on a Viking river cruise. I guess. However, it'd be nice to pay for the beauty and then go see it. Wouldn't it? Yeah. I wonder if I would have uh, raised that possibility to Bill Glaze if he would have said yes. (laughs) His emphatic no is still ringing in my ears. All right. Speaking of travel coming up next, there's been a lot of talk lately about UFOs and what the government knows and a report that will be released soon. Our next guest, Cy Gart, will talk about UFOs from a biblical perspective. And he said, no, that's not real. I don't believe that one whit. Straight ahead. It's the Ride Home with John and Kathy, Pittsburgh's Christian Talk right here, a Thursday afternoon. Be back with you. W-O-R-D. It's Christ's most famous parable, the prodigal son. You probably know the main details by heart, but many people miss the true meaning of that astounding story. John MacArthur continues looking at some of the Bible's best-known but frequently misinterpreted passages. Don't miss John's study titled Mishandled on Grace to You. Tomorrow morning at 7 on 101.5 W-O-R-D. Turkey and stuffing, real mashed potatoes, sliced top round, Aunt Emma's broccoli casserole, chicken and gravy over buttermilk biscuits. Am I making you hungry yet? Hi, it's me, Marsha, from the Springhouse. You have a special event coming up in your life, a shower, a wedding, graduation party, company party, anniversary event, or any occasion where you'd love to serve all-natural, farm-fresh foods, then it's time to give the Springhouse Catering Department a call at 724-228-333. From your first conversation with Dawn, who will help you create a menu that's unique to you, to the beautiful, bounteous setup and display that my sister Jill and her crew create, you will be delighted. After every catering event, Jill tells our cooks, I wish I could take you with me so you could hear all the wonderful comments guests give us. Give us a call at 724-228-3339 or check out our extensive menu at springhousemarket.com for farm-fresh catering from the Springhouse. It's finally time to replace that old leaky roof. Or how about some new siding? You can count on Windows or Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows or Us offers repair and replacement for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, windows, entry doors, even decks. A leaky roof left unfixed can lead to mold and mildew. Maybe you've lost siding during the recent windstorms. Don't put those repairs off. Windows or Us offers 12 months, no interest financing, and no processing fee through Dollar Bank. Want 
new factory direct replacement windows for your home or office. Choose from 100% vinyl, commercial aluminum, wood, and composite. And how would you like to never clean your gutters again? For a limited time, get a free gutter filter with the purchase of complete siding and roof replacement offer valid through June 30th. All with 12 months, no interest, no processing fee, and backed by the best warranty in the industry. Schedule your free estimate and inspection today at windowsruspittsburgh.com. That is windowsruspittsburgh.com. At Eden Christian Academy, hope is rising. Hope that is secure in God, that builds faith, and inspires a love that can't be stopped. Eden is where parents find hope in a true educational partner, where students see faith woven into every subject, and where teachers model the love of Christ to every child from pre-K through 12th grade. Schedule a personal tour at any of their three North Hills campuses and witness the hope, faith, and love that Eden can offer your child at EdenChristianAcademy.org. She's nine years old with curly brown hair. She watches out her window, just waiting for a family to love her. Maybe you're the one called to adopt her, or maybe you aren't. Maybe you're the one called to help the family who does. Adopting is a tough time of transition and sometimes trauma, but there are ways you can help. Do yard work, cook some meals, or help around the house. Offer mom and dad a date night. Maybe you can be a mentor or friend to the newly adopted child. Just some ideas to get you started. Maybe you aren't called to adopt, but you can help those who do. Pray and see what God shows you. You could be part of adoption in a whole new way. Go to icareaboutorphans.org for more ideas. icareaboutorphans.org. A message from Focus on the Family. They get our kids to school safely. Okay, so walk me through how you got to this answer. They provide critical support in the classroom. Mmm, chicken sandwich, my favorite. They keep students nourished so they're ready to learn. I'm an outie. They are there when accidents happen. Oh, you're going to need a Band-Aid. And they keep our schools beautiful. School bus drivers, custodians, nurses, paraeducators, just a few of the education support professionals who help schools in Pennsylvania run smoothly every day. This is Rich Askey, treasurer of the Pennsylvania State Education Association. They ensure that our students have a safe ride to school, healthy meals, and a clean environment to learn. So take a moment to say thank you to the ESPs in your school. A message from the Pennsylvania State Education Association. Spooky or unidentified things appear in the sky. Witnesses have often been reluctant to report them for fear of mockery by others, especially in the halls of government. But these days, fewer people are laughing because unidentified flying objects or unidentified aerial phenomenon, as the government calls them, have been taken more seriously by the United States officials in recent year. Starting in 2007 with a small, secretly funded program, that investigated reports of military encounters. Now, word is out that the government is going to release this report sometime in the month of June. So a lot of people are talking about this, especially in mainstream media. Do UFOs exist? Well, we finally know the truth. What does the government know? What will they tell us? 
Well, Cy Gart is with us. Cy is a regular guest on our show, and uh, he is a biochemist who has taught at NYU, the University of Pittsburgh, Rutgers. He is the author of The Works of His Hands, A Scientist's Journey from Atheism to Faith. And Cy is here today to talk to us uh, to opine about UFOs. Hey, Cy, welcome back. Thank you. Thanks for having me. All right, Cy, so weigh in. Uh, I watched the 60 Minutes special that was on a couple Sundays ago where they talked about UAPs. Uh, they interviewed several uh, military personnel, uh, in particular Navy, but also U.S. intelligence operatives who have seen something. Um, I guess, you know, an UAP is the right definition for it. It's unidentified aerial phenomena. So they're not saying what its nature is. Uh, what do you think? Right. Well, um, I'm glad John said opine because (laughs) this is my opinion. And I have to say right away that, um, that uh, I I know that my opinion is not shared by a large number of scientists and even quite a few Christians who are scientists. Uh, I have some good friends, astronomers, um, people in astrobiology who don't agree with me. So it's only my opinion. And uh, it's based on, um, mostly it's based on my knowledge of biology, biochemistry, and what I think goes on in the origin of life. And my opinion is uh, the following. I think that there are definitely unidentified aerial phenomena. Uh, That's clearly the case. People have seen things and these are, these are reliable people. They're not, you know, making things up. And I don't know what they've seen. I don't think anyone does. I'm not sure what the report will say. No one really knows. But one thing that I would be extremely skeptical about is that these are alien crafts. And the reason I say that is because I don't believe there are any aliens. Hmm. Now, that's a very controversial statement. All right. So there's the mic drop moment. (laughs) All right. So we're going to back it up a little bit. And so, okay, okay. Uh, what what contributes to that uh, belief of yours? Okay, so and this also relates uh, quite a bit to the whole issue of Mars. You know, we're supposed to be looking for life, past life on Mars. Nobody thinks right. there's any current life, um, and I'm very skeptical on that too. But I would not be completely shocked if it turned out that there was some kind of life on other planets. But I would expect that that would only be bacterial or single cell life of some kind. And the reason is really only related to what we know about the history of life on this planet. First of all, we have no idea how life began. And I've talked about that on your show a couple of times. And that's, that's a, that's a, a, a topic for another day. If you know, anyone's interested in going further with it, but uh, we don't know how life began, but we know it began and we know it's here. But what we also know is that in the three and a half to four billion years that life has existed on this planet, only half a billion, okay, so that's that's like uh, one-fifth of the total period that life has existed here, has there been anything larger than single-celled organisms? Hmm. So it took a very long t- it took a very little time for life to start however it started but it took five times that amount of time for to reach multicellular life and there are many reasons for that but one of the reasons is that multicellular life needs oxygen 
certainly large animals need oxygen. Mm-hmm. And that's chemistry. And I'm not going to go into the details because it's very technical, but it basically has to do with the amount of energy that large animals need, animals like us or any other animal. And that energy can be supplied by oxygen, but not by anything else. And now here's the problem, because when I say oxygen, I'm talking about molecular oxygen, which is two atoms of oxygen stuck together. And molecular oxygen is extremely rare. In fact, it's considered to be a signal for life on other planets. The only reason we ended up with molecular oxygen on planet Earth is because some species of bacteria that were very old made it. And the problem with that is that besides being necessary for the life that we know, it's also very toxic to most other forms of life. So when oxygen was made by the early cyanobacteria, it killed everything else except the few that it evolved systems to fight off the toxicity of molecular oxygen. So that was an extremely lucky... Sorry, go ahead, John. Sorry. I just want to reintroduce you. Cy Gardner is with us. He's a biochemist and information about Cy on our Facebook page. But Cy, okay, so always up against the clock. But I I love the scientific explanation about the extreme rarity of the oxygen in the environment. Now, um, as your journey from a scientist from an atheist as a believer uh, to a believer now in Jesus. You've also got Mm -hmm. theological reasons as well. Combine those with that. Well, exactly. This is one of those cases where the science and the theology are in tune. Now, again, I know many Christians who don't agree with this, but my view is that uh, from reading the Bible and from what I know, uh, uh, the little I know of theology is that God created the universe. He created the earth. He created uh, uh, animals, humans, um, in any way he did, but it it doesn't seem to me to be a consistency with the idea of intelligent life on other planets. Then one has to ask questions like, is there another Jesus on those planets? Did Jesus Mm -hmm. go to those planets? Now, I'm not saying any of this is impossible. I just find it a stretch to go along with. And I think that if that were the case, there would be some indication of that in Scripture. There would be some indication that this world is not the only world with life is something. I, I don't know. Now, again, I'm not saying that Scripture forbids this. It's certainly not true. It could certainly happen. But I think that the theology of, of, of saying that, look, we, we know that Jesus Christ came to earth to save human beings. Uh, we don't know. There's no record. There's no information that anybody... Jesus or some other kind of human or some kind of the creature went to any other, any other planet to save some other kind of creature. Right. So, you know, I, scientifically, uh, I think I think the stronger argument is actually scientific because mm-hmm. the idea that that extremely rare event, which allowed large animals to exist, uh, you know, is not going to happen, even if there is no God, even if God is, did not create everything and create the circumstances for us to be here, the idea that that would happen spontaneously twice is extremely unlikely. Mm. So I, I love this. I mean, I follow along with you very carefully here, and, and I really appreciate what you're saying. And I, and I mean, I'm not a scientist, so I, I have to you know defer to you and your knowledge. My only my only thing is, and I, I know theologically, uh, I'm wading into some territory. 
But, you know, I often think this, that the universe is so vast, and our God mm-hmm. is a God of creation. I mean, yes. the stars in the, you know, that are right even as we are speaking, being pumped out somewhere in far, far reaches, billions and billions of miles away. I just think mm-hmm. as, as God is a God of creation, that there's us, but there has, I just feel as though the, he loves so much and wants to create so much that he would create other things like us. And I, I, that's not based well, on anything, I, only on my hope. Well, I think, I think that that's a legitimate view. And, and many, many people, many Christians uh, hold that view. I understand the view. Uh, but it raises lots and lots of questions. Of course. Um, would, would those, what, what, what would those other intelligent beings yeah, look right. like? Would they look like right. us? Well, are they made in the image of God? Uh, would they look like some kind of insect? Uh, cicadas yeah. come to mind for some strange reason right now. Uh, you know, what, what would they, how would they appear? What would they think? How would they communicate? I mean, we have enough trouble understanding all the various species here on Earth. But at least, you know, there are things that every living organism has in common. And we agree that you know, God created all. Why? The big question is, why did God create so much if the only life form right here is us on this planet? That's hard to understand. And I, I take a leap. To, uh, this is a leap of faith. It's not knowledge, obviously, to think that we are incredibly special and we may be the only ones around. Now think about this. Yeah. And and one thing I often say is think about this. Suppose all the, all the exploration we do, and I don't know whether either any of us will be alive when this is done, but let's say we've explored every possible Avenue to find life anywhere within the galaxy. And it all comes out negative. There is no sign. And so what do we make of that? That's all right. Si, we, really we, have to, we have to stop you with that question. What do we make of that? That's Dr. Seigard, okay. biochemist. He's start right here at the University of Pittsburgh, along with other places, author of the book, The Works of His Hands, A Scientist's Journey from Atheism to Faith. Sai, we love you. Thanks for being do, here. Si. Yeah. Thank you. Bye. Yeah, it's a pleasure. It's good to wonder, right? It's good yeah, to question. Of course. Right. And uh, Sai. Were you trying to challenge the scientist, John? No, so you're trying to do in no way, shape or form. <laughs> Tell him he didn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> this is Kathy Emmons. John and I are grateful for the encouragement we have from all of our advertisers and especially our friends at Grove City College. Thanks to everyone at Grove City for supporting the ride home. We've all been thinking a lot lately about the air we breathe. QDOT has been thinking about it for over 100 years, providing big HVAC solutions for the commercial industry, including healthcare, where air quality is paramount. Does your home deserve any less? For affordable solutions, including their new bipolar ionizer, which may eliminate up to 99.4% of airborne viruses, including SARS-CoV-2, breathe easier with QDOT. Call 412-366-6200 or visit q-dot.com. What are dads made for? asking myself the same question. Author Amanda Glass, creator of the Made For book series, helps kids and dads answer that question. That's what dads are made for is more than just a fun book with cute pictures. It's one that creates conversations that build meaningful connections. This Father's Day, help your kids connect with dad as they discover together. Oh, 
Oh, that's what dads are made for. For kids three and up, just $9.99 when you order now at themadeforbooks.com. So I invested in one of those fancy new exercise bikes. And this thing is just really impressive. And without a doubt, a very special tool to help me get healthier. The problem is three days go by, then four, and I've done nothing. And then it's night five, and I'm sitting at the kitchen table, and I look down at myself, and I can't help but just laugh. Because there I am, wearing the exercise t-shirt that came with the bike, and I'm eating two corn dogs. It's Ryan. And I think we'd all agree, the special tool only matters if we use it to our benefit. At United Faith Mortgage, we believe we have an advantageous tool for you, Word FM listeners. Our mortgage team is an arm of a bigger company who is a direct lender, which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions. There's no middleman. And often, this allows us to get you a better rate on your refinance or new home purchase, which can save you monthly and lifelong money. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Mortgage Court, Melville, New York. MLS number 1330. Department of Banking. Mortgage Lender License number 22672. Don't let pests scare off your returning customers. Get the help you need at BoozeBugStoppers.com. Get a free quote on a monthly or quarterly pest control and sanitation plan without a long-term contract that'll clean them up, block them out, push them back, and remove pests safely. Backed by Booze 100% Satisfaction Guarantee. When it comes to protecting your business and your guests, who are you going to call Booze Bug Stoppers at BoozeBugStoppers.com. Why doing it right roofing, siding, and remodeling? As an Owens Corning Roofing Platinum Preferred Contractor, it's simple. It's in their name. They're doing it right, and it's what you'd expect as a homeowner and what they intend to deliver. Call 724-NEW-ROOF. Want it done right? Call doing it right. Yellow cabs. Remember yellow cabs? Yeah. They've virtually disappeared. Now, uh, in New York City, which is the heart of yellow cab country, pre-pandemic, even with Uber and Lyft really crushing the business of yellow cabs, daily, there were almost 11,000 yellow cabs crisscrossing the city daily in Manhattan. April of last year, uh, the beginning of the pandemic, there were 900 cabs crisscrossing the city. Now, you put on top of that what it costs for maintenance, medallions, insurance, and many, many cab drivers went belly up. Uh, there was a raft of suicides with yellow cab drivers in New York City. And, you know, you, th- you think about yellow cabs, and I, I don't know, for, at least for me, it was always a mark of adulthood to hail a yellow cab. Now, certainly Manhattan is different from Pittsburgh, but, you know, even in Pittsburgh, you could get a, a yellow cab downtown. You remember, Kath? Oh, my gosh. I don't remember. I never took a cab. I, I still don't think I've ever taken a cab in downtown Pittsburgh. Really? But I've taken one in New York City. And I did that for the first time when I was 17. And I felt like I was cosmopolitan. Of course you were. You stood I out. did. I, it, was, it was Christmas break, my senior year in high school. My parents took me there to see New York for the first time. And it was so fabulous and beautiful. And I, I don't know. The, the cab just made you feel like it, it, it to me. It was a limo. Mm -hmm. Now, what's funny is I was in several yellow cabs two years ago in New York City, and they were styes. They were nasty. They really, I mean, they couldn't have been more low rent, really. Mm -hmm. So it's times have changed. Robert De Niro, and you talking to me? You talking to me? (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I mean, you think about Uber and Lyft and how they've really crushed the cab business. You know, there's a, there's a, a positive side to this as well, I'm sure, because Uber and Lyft, you know, 
They're going to go everywhere. There were many times cab yeah. drivers would say, I'm not going to go to that neighborhood. So I don't know. Um, a guy down the street, my neighbor, two doors down, Carrie, who's uh, from Nigeria, uh, he's a cab driver. That that cab disappeared from his. No, it disappeared oh, from his did, driveway. Is that yeah, right? Now he's driving See, Uber. that makes me sad. Hey, stick around. We still got five o'clock hour ahead. Much more ahead of the ride home. It's first Christian talk here on Word FM. Ask Alexa to play the word Pittsburgh to hear us there. We're on your Google speaker, too. Plus, iHeart, TuneIn, and on Radio.com. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. President Biden has announced the U.S. will donate unused COVID-19 vaccines to a U.N.-backed global vaccine-sharing program. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan. We made the decision to share at least 75% of these vaccines through COVAX. This will maximize the number of vaccines available equitably for all countries and will facilitate sharing with those most at risk. And we decided to share up to 25% of these vaccines for immediate needs and to help with surges around the world. We can share these 25% in a flexible way. The doses mark a substantial and immediate boost to the lagging COVAX effort, which to date has shared just 76 million doses with needy countries. Stocks have moved lower now. The Dow is down 27 points. The Nasdaq off 127. This is SRN News. The original Mattress Factory is always looking for good people to join our team. If you're interested in a sales, manufacturing, or delivery position, we offer competitive pay and exceptional benefits packages. Integrity and strong work ethic are essential because at OMF, we strive for excellence in all that we do. To learn more about our company and our unique business model, visit us at OriginalMattress.com. You can stop by any of our locations or visit the employment section on OriginalMattress.com to complete an application. What does the Original Mattress Factory have in common with your favorite local coffee shop or hometown craft brewery? All three are experts at their respective crafts and are owned and operated by members of the communities they serve. Owners who are deeply committed to quality and recognize the importance of outstanding customer service. At OMF, we aim to help our customers make a smart buying decision, whether you buy from us or not. Because at the end of the day, you are more than just our customer. You are our neighbor. Visit your neighborhood original mattress factory today to learn more. If you owe back taxes, there's a lot you need to know, starting with rule number one. Don't mess with the IRS. They are cracking down this year by sending out heart-stopping letters, actively garnishing paychecks, levying bank accounts, and putting liens on homes and businesses. That's all true, but it's also true there's a way out. It's called the Fresh Start Initiative, an important government program for tax debt assistance. It's one of the biggest breaks the IRS has ever offered, so now's the time. You could qualify for tax relief that saves you thousands, even tens of thousands. Nobody knows this program like the award-winning experts at Optima Tax. Relief. They have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and will fight to get you the best deal possible. Don't mess with the IRS. For tax help you need, for tax help you can trust, call Optima now for a free consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Good God November 4th. Drusky Entertainment proudly presents Crowder Live in Concert. The Milk and Honey Tour, 8 p.m. November 4th at the Carnegie Music Hall in Oakland. 
Tickets on sale now at druskyentertainment.com. Crowder, live this November at the Carnegie Music Hall in Oakland. A Drusky Entertainment event. Are you or do you know a senior 62 years or older considering a reverse mortgage? Craig Schweiger of Federated Mortgage hosts a weekly show, Home is Where the Heart Is, to assist seniors and their families get the real facts about reverse mortgages. Increased income, debt consolidation, home improvements, ready cash for the times you need it, with no monthly payments? Join Craig for a special question and answer program that dispels the myths and reveals the truth about reverse mortgages for seniors. Saturday at 7 a.m. on 101.5 FM WORD. Tonight we'll see mostly cloudy skies. Expect a couple of showers and a thunderstorm mainly early tonight with a low of 61. Tomorrow, a blend of sun and clouds. We'll see a thunderstorm in spots in the afternoon. We'll reach a high tomorrow of 77. Saturday, we'll start off the weekend with mostly sunny skies. Expect a high Saturday of 84. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Good afternoon, greetings. Thanks for coming along. During the uh, 5 o'clock hour, <coughs> we go about and, uh, you know, ramble around a little bit here in our home studios, which have, uh, we're going to abandon here shortly. That's good news. But uh, I often have a little a snack during the 5 o'clock hour, Kathy. You do? I do, yeah. What kind? <gasps> I'm doing this today. I'm holding up. If you're seeing a stream, johnandkathyshow.com or on Facebook, The Ride Home with John and Kathy. I'm holding up a, a beautiful 101.5 Word FM, actually, on Facebook. <laughs> holding up a, a, a beautiful bowl of cherries. Mm. Do you not love cherries? Yes. I mean, I could eat this whole bowl, and then you get a little sick. I have cherry. What we know about, we learned about Zachary Taylor yesterday, didn't we? When we yes, looked that we up did. in a commercial break. Cherries and milk. Zachary Taylor, uh, U.S. president, who passed away after eating a bowl full of cherries and uh, cold Chill. iced milk on a hot day. I think that was probably the catalyst, the cold iced milk. Right? Uh, no, listen, I think the cold iced milk is what is what saved him. He probably could have died instantly without it. That's how much I believe in iced milk. I'm the only person I know. Seriously, I don't know another human being who puts ice in their milk. Oh, I, I've seen people do that. Like, oh, you know I, they do? Well, then I want to be their friend. They put shaved ice in their milk. That was a thing growing up with the kids. Any kind of ice. I like. I'm not doing that. Oh, yeah. I fill up my my water glass completely with ice, then put the milk in because then it's super cold. Hmm. Okay. And then I've been dipping. This is my latest thing. You didn't ask, but I'm just going to tell you. Thank you for this. Thin Oreos. Oh. Or or Oreo thins could perhaps. That changes everything. Listen. Oh, yeah. Those Oreo thins. They. And they've just come out with the mint variety, which are delicious. Like, I don't need to know this stuff. Listen, now, I'm gonna, you know, yeah. you put this in my head a, a while back. I'm sorry. Back, I know. I know. I'm a sorry. A couple of weeks ago about those yeah. potato chips. Yeah, which I haven't had since. The Ruffles jalapeno lime Ruffles. Gary, have you had those? Have you tried this? No, not yet. Oh. <laughs> I went out you, that night and bought a bag. Yeah. You just told me about it. Now, I, the last thing I need to do is, is to go cookie shopping. Okay. I'm sorry I brought it up. Forgive. Yeah, just, no, here, we can rewind in the, the show. It's like it never happened. Go back to the cherries. Thank you. Now, how okay. about this time of year, right? You've got your cherries, which are, you know, very short seasonal. 
The strawberries, of course, are passing through ever so quickly. Although strawberries, you tend to get. Um, you like a strawberry? Love a strawberry. I have strawberries pretty much every day. What? Every day? In the I mean, at this time of your of life. Year. Not in this time of year. I'm sorry. Not not like in January. Watermelon. It's okay. Just okay. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. It's a lot to cut it and prepare it and do it's all a that. lot. I mean, it's a, it's a lot in weight, and you know, I hate. I always buy too much. No, it's good. And then I don't finish it, and then I hate myself. Let's buy a nice watermelon. What else? Peaches. Peaches are delicious. I have, I do have blueberries every single day from May to October. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I never go a nice. day without eating blueberries. They're so mm-hmm. delicious. Okay, this is the time of year. I had. A, I made a delicious tossed salad last night with um, candied walnuts and pears. Fresh pears. Oh, that's a nice combination too, Kathy mm, Evans. Mm, mm, people. Candied walnuts, super sweet, mm-hmm. and the pears. Isn't that a good texture, the pears? Don't you love a pear? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What kind of pear? Uh, I had Bosque pear. No, 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 I didn't. I had Dianju pears mm, last night. Dianju, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very nice. How about this? What what percentage of texture plays into you enjoying food? That's an interesting question because... It was just a conversation the other night at our dinner table. What? My husband says he is predisposed to like any food that has a crunch element mm-hmm. and predisposed to despise anything that has a gummy texture. Oh, I like the gummy too. Yeah, exactly. Right. I'm fine with that. He, oh, he, he, he absolutely, it, really? it, it gags him. Huh. Mm-hmm. And well, I, I think, think any, I think absolutely anything with mint. I don't care if it's appetizer, beverage, dessert, whatever. It's, you just pile it on there. I'm torn between that. I really I am. just love it so much. All right. Mm-hmm. So go eat your cherries and watermelon. Yeah, enjoy. Uh, hey, at the top of the uh, show today, you were talking to you talked a little bit about Tunjoke and retiring. Uh, I sure did. After Our, almost 40 years with yep. the Steelers. I mean, what a career, right? I know. Um, Tunch has been a, a, a great friend of ours for years, and I cannot tell you how hard we have laughed over mm. the years with him and Wolf. And um, they're just, they have been. I was thinking this today when I was driving. Those two have been such a gift to the city. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have brought so much uh, skill and grace. And humor and Jesus and kindness. I mean, a lot um, of people who would never encounter Jesus encounter yeah. Jesus with Tunch and Wolf. So don't true. They? It's so true. It's, and the way they do it is just so natural. Just who they are as yeah. guys. Yeah. Right. They're not being pious. They're just being men who are talking about their own lives. I mean, tell a little thing about Ron Cook. I, that's not talking out of school. That was on. Oh was my gosh, I love. I really love Ron Cook and yeah, uh, and Joe Starkey. They're on another. They have a show on another network. Yeah, they're local and, broadcasters. Uh, so sports guys. Yeah, yeah they were sports guys and um, both great writers. And they were talking about Tunch today. And uh, Ron Cook told a story about uh, being with Tunch. And he said, uh, he said, you know, I, I, you know, had some stuff going on. And Tunch said, well, let's pray about it. And Ron said, really, honestly, he said, you know, I'd never done that. And I'm not to, a believer. Yeah. Well, I don't know if he is or not. Um, but he said, I, I, it wasn't weird. Mm-hmm. He said it, it wasn't weird. He did. He, he made the way he did it. It wasn't weird to him. And therefore, it wasn't weird to me. And he said, I've never forgotten it. Okay. And I thought, you know, if, God forgive us for the ways that we try to be like better than people or holier than people or purer than other people instead of just being people. And Tunch never, never um, has been that way. He's been the real deal all the time. And, you know, confronted with a, a really 
difficult diagnosis. Um, he is still believing in Jesus, still trusting that God is good and believing that there is a better story on the other side. Um, I talked to Wolf maybe, I don't know, six weeks ago, maybe. And I just said, you know, I just want to check in and see how things are going. And he said, it's a hard road. I'm sure it is. Well, he is the pride, Tunjokin, of Western Pennsylvania and the country of Turkey. It's a rare sure. combination. It really is. For sure. Right. Tunj, uh, we love you. And we, uh, we you, pray Tunj. for you all the time. We think about you all the time. And um, this is a terrific day to remember what an unbelievable gift you've been to the Steeler organization and all of us. Amen to that. Amen and amen. Let us uh, step away for a few minutes. Uh, we are going to go, shockingly, to the movies. Alyssa Wilkinson is with us. She is the film critic and uh, she uh, covers culture at Vox.com. What is new and fun and interesting in the movie theaters? That's next on the ride home. Stick around with you, please, because we've got more ahead. 101.5 WORD. Ahead this week from Chuck Swindoll and Insight for Living. The claims of Jesus are the claims of Jesus. We either believe them or we don't. What he said is either false or true. Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. There's no neutrality. Study the claims of Jesus with Chuck Swindoll. Weekdays on Insight for Living. Tomorrow morning at 8 on 101.5 WORD. Liberty is God's idea. And if the church doesn't proclaim it, we lose it. Can America survive without faith in God? In the groundbreaking documentary, America, America, God Shed His Grace on Thee, producer-actor Nick Searcy explores the role of faith in America, from our founding fathers to today's most notable conservative voices. We've got to reclaim three key institutions, the media, public schools, pop culture. It's uh, good versus evil, and in a greater sense, our battle is not political, it's spiritual. Our legacy of faith became America's legacy of freedom by returning to our religious roots we can restore the soul of our nation. Make America America your next family movie night. This country is worth fighting for. Liberty is worth fighting for. Don't miss America America. God shed his grace on thee. Available now at SalemNow.com. That's SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Well, by now, you all heard me talk about my pillow and how it's really a great, very comfortable pillow. They won't go flat. You can wash and dry them as many times as you want, and they maintain their shape, and they're made in the USA. Now, for a limited time, MyPillow is offering the premium MyPillows for the lowest price ever. You can get a queen-size premium MyPillow for $29.98. They are regularly $69.98. It's a $40 savings. Kings are only $5 more. All MyPillow products come with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, and use promo code WORD. You'll also get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the Giza Dream bed sheets, the MyPillow mattress topper, and MyPillow towel sets, or call 800-391-0954. Use promo code WORD. Or right now, MyPillow.com. MyPillow.com. There was this one time I went snorkeling in the Caribbean when I was a kid. It really just blew my mind. We saw the most beautiful corals. I remember thinking they were waving at us as they moved with the ocean. And then there were all these amazing fish. 
I'll never forget it. It completely changed the way I look at the ocean. Most of us have a memory of being in nature we'll never forget. Let's protect the world's natural places so more memories can be made for generations to come. Visit worldwildlife.org. Things are opening up. I mean, you know they are, right? People are walking around, taking off the mask. Thank goodness gracious. People are going to the movie theaters. People are going to baseball games. People are going to restaurants. I mean, dare I say, you know, it feels like life again. Mm-hmm. Alyssa Wilkinson is with us. Alyssa is a regular guest on our show. She is the film critic at Vox.com. She's been writing about film and the culture since 2006. And Alyssa, welcome back. It's great to be here. Yeah, it's really great. Listen, Alyssa, before we start to talk about the films, and you talk about 12 films that are hitting theaters this uh, June, you wrote a really beautiful piece um, about baseball. You, mm-hmm. you mind talking about that? The best $130 I ever spent on Major League Baseball TV pass. Now, sure. uh, I'll, I'll just say this. I talked about this. I mean, you, by the grace of God, happen to be a Red Sox fan. And mm-hmm. here you're, you're, you're talking to two pirate fans who we are suffering. <laughs> However, we do love the game. Yeah, it's hard not to, I think. Um, yeah, I, you know, I'm a cradle Red Sox fan. My dad was from South Boston. And yeah. when he was uh, in Little League, they used to go down to Fenway Park and meet the players. And so, you know, mm-hmm. I come by it honestly, <laughs> I think. Um, then I grew yeah. up upstate. So there's a lot of Red Sox fans in upstate New York. Um yeah, I, you know, I we we have this regular series where we talk about the best, you know, some amount of money I ever spent. And of course, it's not really about the money you spend, but the reason you spent it and what the experience was or what it taught you. And I had been thinking about this because, you know, I, I did. I plopped down my $130 at the beginning of the season um, to get access to all the games and you get the apps and the, you know, all that stuff. Um, but I couldn't figure out why I needed it so much. And I kind of tell the story in this piece about how sometime late March, I just thought to myself, like, I can't watch another movie, <laughs> which is not great when it's your job. Um, I didn't really have a choice. Um, right. But I realized that, you know, baseball gives you a totally different kind of narrative. Um, you know, there's like a history and a tradition that you become part of when you watch a particular team, but also there's just so many games, <laughs> you know, this like, there's a game almost every day, no matter what team you follow. And so for months, it just kind of becomes part of the rhythm of your life and you're watching this story unfold. So um, I was really happy to be able to write about it. It kind of reminded me of um, sometimes when I've, you know, had maybe a difficult year and baseball was really important in my life. I read about my senior year of college, which was the year that the, the Sox finally broke the curse of the Bambino. So it was a big, big yeah. year for us. But um, but bigger than that, you know, it, it's something that really gives me a new way to, I guess, think about where I am in time and place and also yeah. to think about how every day is new. And in baseball, you just, you know, whatever happened yesterday, you just start over the next day when a new game starts and and that I think is like a good metaphor, but it also was a good use of my money. Yeah, good. Uh, <laughs> Alyssa, there's a, I don't know if you read Mike Greenberg's book, uh, Why My Wife Thinks I'm an Idiot, but um, <laughs> he wrote it probably a decade ago. And it's a really good one. And one of the things he says in it, in a really poignant passage, he says, the reason I love sports is because sports don't matter. Mm. And 
in a mm-hmm. life when everything matters and when things seem so sad and so difficult, sports is like the thing that we turn to because it's like a story that's unfolding in front of us. Like you said in your article, it's a story that isn't written yet that we're, we're watching be written and, mm-hmm. uh, and it doesn't matter, you know? Yeah. And, and so <laughs> it, there's something lovely about it. Yeah, that's right. And everything that matters about it is all the human stuff around it, the memories that you have or the relationships that you form or just, you know, when I get to go to Fenway Park, which isn't very often because it's kind of a long drive from here. But when I do get to go, I remember the times I was there with my dad and the times that, you know, I saw this game or this player. And um, I think there's something really beautiful and wonderful about that while you know, ultimately in the cosmic scheme of things, whether or not the Sox win, you know, doesn't matter. Although I, I just got a notification that they did win their game today. So. <laughs> Look, don't show off, Alyssa. Okay. Yeah. Well, they are the Sox. Yeah. I mean, a good friend of ours is, uh, is a Sox fan. Of course, we, we chide him all the time, but we're secretly envious. We really are. Of course are. we are. We're so jealous. We can't even yeah. see straight. Because we've been Gosh. following the Pirates forever, ever. Okay, listen, let, let's talk about movie theaters. I mean, uh, New York City, um, I think last month we talked, you had yet to go inside a theater. Uh, have you been inside? I have a lot, actually. I had a week stretch where I think I had four or five movies that I had to see, mostly for work. Um, wow. So I've, I've been in press screening rooms, the little ones, and then I've been in a couple of multiplexes, although for press screenings, uh, so that, you know, they're not super populated. And then my husband and I even went up to Lincoln Center and saw a movie. Um, hey. So, yeah, it's, wow. it's good to be back. <laughs> it's really yeah. nice. Um, and there are some movies, you know, that really demanded. I, I saw the press screening of A Quiet Place Part 2 um, a couple of weeks before it came out. And, you know, like there's a movie you definitely want to see in a theater because it's got everything that you want out of a theatrical movie. It, it looks good. The acting's good. But it also is a sound design movie. It's all about silence and, and jumping and, you know, deafness and all of these things. And you can watch it at home and you'll get some of that, but it's way better on the big screen. Oh, that's cool. Oh, that's good to hear. Okay. So a quiet place one, that, that was a surprise hit. I mean, we loved it. Um, and you're yeah. saying uh, two, the sequel is as good. Yeah, I think, um, you know, I think it's almost as good, but in the way that sequels often are, you know, you can't quite replicate the magic of magic of being surprised by a movie. Yeah, like right. I was but with a quiet place, but yeah, it kind of expands the borders very slightly of the story. I'm not going to give anything away, um, but it, it kind of continues on the story and uh, builds on it. I mean, they're clearly trying to build a whole, I don't know, cinematic universe or at least a trilogy out of this. So there's definitely another film coming. But I think the story holds up. And, you know, what made the first one so good was it was basically just a story about being afraid for your children and trying to protect them. And that's a scary thing for people who have children. And so I think that this movie really builds on that strength and, and knows what made the first one good and, and makes more of it. So it also made a lot of money last weekend, which indicates a lot of people want to go actually see movies in the theaters, which I think is really heartening for a lot of people. Fabulous. We're I talking to Alyssa to Wilkinson. She's film critic at Vox.com. Been writing about film and culture since 06. Okay, Alyssa. So uh, the big uh, smash hit of the summer you've written about, uh, In the Heights. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell us about this. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm hoping it's a smash hit. I think it's really, really good. It comes out next weekend, June 11th. Um, it is a year delayed. So it was supposed to come out last summer. 
Hmm. And it is the film adaptation of Lin-Manuel Miranda's first musical. So his second one, of course, was Hamilton, which I think a lot of people are familiar with. Um, this is his first one, which kind of like, you know, put him on the map. Um, it also was a Broadway hit. It's about, it's set in Washington Heights, which is a neighborhood of mostly Latino um, populations in upper Manhattan. And they've tweaked and updated the show. So if you saw the show or you know the soundtrack, it's a little different, um, but a lot of the similarities are still there. Um, the cast is phenomenal and it really has the feeling of a big, movie musical so if you saw the hamilton movie last summer that was like a documentary basically you know with a film of the stage show this is a full-on movie musical the director is john chu who made crazy rich asians a couple years ago and he also made like some of the step up movies and so he's really good at filming dance um but it's it's a story about a community going through a hard time together and finding joy which basically is the most important thing we could be watching, I think, right <laughs> yeah, now. Um, <laughs> yes. um, but it's also a great little, you know, it it doesn't it's it it doesn't play any games with the audience. It's like here we are, here is our life here, and uh, and you know you can join it or not. Um, and it's yeah, it's fantastic. I think a lot of people will come out of it humming and wanting to see it again. Um, it's actually opening the Tribeca Film Festival next Wednesday, and they're they're having the premiere in the actual Heights at a at a theater there. Oh, that's so, awesome! Yeah, that's cool. It should be great. That's really good. Mm-hmm. That's really good. Hard to argue with the success of Lin Manuel Miranda. Okay, so in the Heights next week. Um, hey, you know, speaking of musicals, you, I don't think I've seen a whole lot about this, but I saw a trailer for West Side Story. What, what do you know about mm-hmm. that? I didn't know they were doing a, a, re, a redo. Yeah, so they they've made a remake that was also supposed to come out last year, and it's coming okay. out this okay. December. I mean, it's interesting that you bring it up because In the Heights um, takes some of its DNA from West Side Story explicitly. Okay. I, I I was just talking to Lin Manuel Miranda about the movie, and he was saying, "Well, you know, when I he started writing In the Heights when he was in college, and he said I had just directed." a production uh, of West Side Story at my no, no high kidding. school. So cool. I, was, okay. I was right there with it. And, and in fact, West Side Story is one of the only Broadway musicals that has Latinos in it that's ever had Latino representation at all. So, um, so right, Steven Spielberg directed this. And they brought in Tony Kushner, who, um, you know, wrote Angels in America, kind of yeah. one of the most important American playwrights, to write the book. Um, it, I don't believe it's been tweaked you know in a huge way um obviously there's going to be updates there's a lot of things about the the original that wouldn't fly so well in 2021 um but everything i hear about it is great i haven't haven't of course seen it yet but um i do know that the two productions actually were shooting near each other several times um during summer 2019 so they could walk back and forth from the different (laughs) sets and sort of watch filming go on which i think probably was a lot of fun um and i you know if you if you're interested this is a great time to watch the old west side story with rita moreno and Mm -hmm. all these actors um so that you can go to the new one and and see it with kind of fresh eyes but but tuned in eyes oh i love it fabulous okay yeah good west side story i mean it's one of my favorite musicals i mean it's Mm -hmm. an it's an iconic piece of theater so yeah look forward to that we're talking with Alyssa wilkinson she is a film and cultural critic at vox.com of what's uh, in the theaters so let's um what about family films um Mm -hmm. uh anything out there i mean i I saw the big push i think it was uh from disney the cruella but uh it, it got bombed um it just got poor reviews all the way around 
Well, no, I mean, not entirely. I really liked it. Um, I didn't did write you? the review. I actually handed it off to a colleague who who liked it even more than I did. I think it's no um, so, you know, it's not it's it's there's no real reason that it needs to exist. But I think if you kind of set that aside, it's pretty fun. I think one reason it didn't do super okay. well in theaters is that it's also on Disney Plus. So people okay. pay oh, okay. uh, a little extra and watch it at home. So there's kind of like a dual possibility there. Um, but, uh, you know, it's fun. I would say that uh, it might not be like a young kid's movie. I, it's just very long, basically. But I think, you know, preteens is kind of fun. It's full of great fashion, um, I, which I was not expecting. You know, you, you put Emma Thompson and Emma Stone in a movie together, kind of make <laughs> them rivals and then make them both fashion designers. And it, it gets kind of fun and it's also a little bit of like um you know like wicked but for cruel deville where it's like well here's the story you think you know here's what actually okay. happens um so it's fun um i you know it's not the greatest movie i've ever seen but i would definitely see it again and probably enjoy it um I, but as far as family films go there is a new pixar film coming out on the 18th uh that one's yeah, actually Luca, right not- yeah, it's actually weirdly not slated to come out in theaters. Um, and mm-hmm. I, I, I and everyone else in the world are kind of baffled by this. But if you have Disney Plus, you'll be able to stream it on the 18th. Um, and that one is, I guess, a, kind of a story of two boys in Italy who um, who form a summer friendship. But there's like a secret that one of them has that you can see if you're in the watching the trailer. But I won't give it away. Um, but it seems super fun. I know a few people who've seen it. I haven't seen it yet, and they loved it. So I feel like watching a movie about kids, you know, in the Italian Riviera, Riviera right now sounds pretty fun to me. <laughs> I watch a movie about anybody in the Italian Riviera yeah, right for now. Sure. So. <laughs> exactly. All right, that's Alyssa. That's Alyssa Wilkinson, film critic at Vox.com. Check out all her work there, and especially a really terrific piece she wrote on baseball. Alyssa, thanks for being here today. Thank you. Yeah, great pleasure. Okay, let's go back to the theater, right? I mean, there's some good stuff out there. And uh, you want to sit in the dark and have yourself a Coke and a tub of popcorn? Sounds good to me. Yeah. Alyssa Wilkinson, Vox.com. We'll take a break. Uh, what about your kids? Uh, do you discipline them well? Do you feel guilty about that? Uh, that's a weird mix, isn't it? We'll talk about that next. It's finally time to replace that old leaky roof. Or how about some new siding? You can count on Windows or Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows or Us offers repair and replacement for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, windows, entry doors, even decks. A leaky roof left unfixed can lead to mold and mildew. Maybe you've lost siding during the recent windstorms. Don't put those repairs off. Windows or Us offers 12 months, no interest financing, and no processing fee through dollar bank. Want new factory direct replacement windows for your home or office? Choose from 100% vinyl, commercial aluminum, wood, and composite. And how would you like to never clean your gutters again? For a limited time, get a free gutter filter with the purchase of complete siding and roof replacement offer valid through June 30th. All with 12 months, no interest, no processing fee, and backed by the best warranty in the industry. Schedule your free estimate and inspection today at windowsrspittsburgh.com. That is windows Looking for a way to pay for that new home improvement you've been waiting for? 
Ready to consolidate credit card debt at a lower interest rate? Figure offers multiple loan options that can help you improve your finances. From mortgage refinances to home equity lines and personal loans, Figure can help you find the loan that's right for you. Figure takes all the stress and hassle out of the process. Apply 100% online at figure.com and see your new rate in a few clicks. Figure out your finances at figure.com. Figure Lending LLC, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Want to finally own your own home? Then attend Dollar Bank's free virtual mortgages for mothers workshop. It's online this year and all are welcome. Learn how to break the rent cycle, how to build savings and cut debt, and how to strengthen your credit to make your dream of owning a home real. Register today for Dollar Bank's free virtual mortgages for mothers home buying workshop at mortgagesformothers.com. Then join us on Saturday, June 12th at 9.30 a.m. Dollar Bank, equal housing lender. Don't let pests scare off your returning customers. Get the help you need at BoozeBugStoppers.com. Get a free quote on a monthly pest control and sanitation plan without a long-term contract that'll clean them up, block them out, push them back, and remove pests safely. Backed by Booze 100% Satisfaction Guarantee. When it comes to protecting your business and your guests, who are you going to call? Booze Bug Stoppers at BoozeBugStoppers.com. Are you a teacher looking to grow your career? Waynesburg University offers a Master of Education with multiple areas of concentration, as well as certification in special education. Classes start every semester. Financial aid is available. Visit waynesburg.edu. We are everywhere. On your radio at 101.5 WORD-FM, Pittsburgh, at wordfm.com, the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and at radio.com. Tonight we'll see mostly cloudy skies. Expect a couple of showers and a thunderstorm mainly early tonight with a low of 61. Tomorrow, a blend of sun and clouds. We'll see a thunderstorm in spots in the afternoon. We'll reach a high tomorrow of 77. Saturday, we'll start off the weekend with mostly sunny skies. Expect a high Saturday of 84. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. Does this make sense? Does what make sense? What is that? Luxury pens. Luxury pen? Oh. Like writing, oh. pens for writing, expensive pens. Well. Now, wait, no, wait, wait, hold on before you even tell me. I saw this article today, which is what made me think about the 10 most expensive pens that are available. Oh, well, you this goes from the Perrier Joie. Anniversary edition there. for ninety nine thousand dollars. Oh my god! Yeah, up till uh, the Fulgor the Fulgor Nocturnus by Tibaldi, five point nine million dollars. What? What? Five point nine million? No, that's just showing off. Okay, so forget that's about just that. Showing. Is it worth spending one hundred and fifty bucks on a pen? Yes, yes. If you can afford a nice pen and you write for a living or you write a lot, and you find a pen that fits your hand. And you like the style of the ink, and it feels good. And you had 150 bucks, and you wanted to reward yourself. I'd, I'd say yes to that, 100. percent Now, on the other hand, you know what my writing instrument of choice is, right? I've been using these for years. I love my Sharpie, mm-hmm. but a nice pen. I've had two nice pens, and they've disappointed. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Do you think a nice pen makes sense? Absolutely not. What? No way. Listen, I have this Pilot Friction Erasable. That's horrible. That, my why favorite would you bother pen? to waste your time with something? Listen, I think you I get six for, for like writing. $3. Don't do that. No, I'm all about it. I feel really good about this. This is better than that thing. No, and I think I love this is this. better. No, I love this. I don't think it makes I, sense, John. I think a nice pen makes sense. Okay, right. does this make sense? To own a home. Ah. Does home ownership make sense? Now, look, I've done both. Right, me too. I've rented for a long so, time. Me too. And I've owned a home for a long time. Me too. It's very nice when you don't own a home. Oh, that's broken. Hey, hey, I'm going to call. What's going on, man? Yeah, something's going on. You own a home. I mean, I love my home. I love so many things about it. But it comes with an awful lot of responsibility and heartache and headache. A lot and of work. Maintenance and fees and taxes and yada, yada, ding, dong, ding. You know that. Mm-hmm. So... Does it make sense to own a home? I say yes, it does, John. I say yes, it does, and here's why. Because there's something about putting down roots. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying it's for everybody. I'm not saying it's great at every stage of your life. But there's something about being able to put down roots, and I like it. I say homeownership, yes. I'll see your yes, and I'll raise it to a yes as well. I believe it as well. I like to own a home. But it's nice to call the landlord. Just saying. Okay, the pen, buy a nice pen. 101.5 WORD. Encouragement for believers from Dr. Charles Stanley. By means of prayer, we can reach any person, get the divine supernatural power of God in on anything going on anywhere in the world. What are the means can you and I use to do that? The teaching of Dr. Charles Stanley on In Touch, helping you grow in Christ every day. Tomorrow morning at 8.30 on 101.5 WORD. I have a traumatizing childhood memory of an Easter egg hunt. The big hunt was a big deal in our family. And I have this memory of running and excitedly reaching for eggs, only to have my big brother and sister sweep in and steal them at the last second. It's Ryan, and unfortunately, this is a traumatizing reality our Faith and Family Mortgage Team is seeing from families across the country. Families are finding their dream home, only to have it pulled away by another hunter at the last second. At United Faith Mortgage, we unfortunately cannot scare off the other hunters, but we can very quickly get you pre-approved and make it look as good as possible to sellers. And then, once you do grab that Easter egg... See our story and read how our direct lender advantage can often save your family monthly and lifelong money at unitedfaithmortgage.com. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Metal Park Road, Melbourne, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to Animalist Consumer Access. Corporate Animalist number 1335. Rack Animalist number 65233. Equal housing lender. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. Good God November 4th. Drusky Entertainment proudly presents Crowder Live in Concert. The Milk and Honey Tour, 8 p.m. November 4th at the Carnegie Music Hall in Oakland. Tickets on sale now at druskyentertainment.com. Crowder Live this November at the Carnegie Music Hall in Oakland. A Drusky Entertainment event. I'm Pastor Tom Hall. Did you know that First Presbyterian Church of Pittsburgh, 326th Avenue, is the oldest anything in Pittsburgh? Older than any newspaper, school, or business. 
Join us Sundays in person at 1045 a.m. Hear the timeless good news of Jesus Christ. We'll be social distancing and keeping everyone safe, so let us know you're coming at fpcp.org. We're all thinking a lot about school these days. Like, will the kids ever go back? Or why can't they have enough work to last the whole day? Or if it's all online, what are the teachers really doing? Now's a perfect time to consider a Christian education with a school who will be a true educational partner for you and your family. Many are offering half-price tuitions for first-time enrollees, like Jubilee Christian School in Mount Lebanon. Find a school that's right for you at wordfm.com slash tuitions. of your parent, of course, you've yelled at your kids, right? They just kind of go hand in hand. Now, I'm not talking about, you know, over-the-top abuse. Mostly I'm, what I'm talking about is frustration. Come on, everybody, let's go. You know, that kind of, because, you know, when you yell as a parent, at least I often, more often than not, feel like an idiot. I feel bad. I feel shame after the yelling's done. Mm-hmm. Oh, we saw an article in the Washington Post, yelled at your kids, here's why you should let go of that shame. And I'm not saying, you know, I'm wallowing in shame. I'm just saying, you know, in my quiet, reflective mode after it's all said and done and I'm by myself, you go, John, I guess you could have handled that better, right? So Emily Edlin, she's a psychologist, a child psychology. She said, you know what, uh, you should forgive yourself, but she's also not advocating a go forth and yell parenting approach. She says the calmer and less reactive we are as parents, the more our affecting our mm-hmm. parenting response is. So in the worthy response pursuit of yelling less, it may help us to reach that goal if we feel less guilt and, uh, guilt and shame when we inevitably yell. We feel guilty, says Emily, about yelling because we don't use it as an intentional discipline strategy that's the problem is it just pops out uh, you know immense frustration it's frustration right you want things to go you want things your way or whatever so she says in my clinical and personal experience yelling goes hand in hand with overwhelm Mm -hmm. something about the situation is overwhelming for parents when it's a time crunch or a long and exhausting day separate from parenting we don't yell when we feel calm and regulated right all right yeah. Do you feel shame whenever you yell at your kids? Well, I'm not a yeller. So I don't, I, I don't yelling, think I've ever heard you yell. Yeah, I'm not a yeller. I mean, it's not like I'm such a great person. It's just yelling isn't just. Not part of you. Uh, yeah. And I never, no one, my parents never yelled. Never. So no, really? huh? no. So it's just, it's just like a different way of communicating. Um, I would explains say. a lot about Christmas opening those <laughs> Very calm environment. Um, actually, a very repressed environment in some ways. Um, I will say, though, that the part of the article that really resonated with me that I can for sure absolutely endorse because of experience is she said the the families that um, exhibit the rupture repair uh, method have a lot of success in teaching their kids how to handle conflict because the rupture part is when whether you yell or not, obviously we're going to disagree and have different opinions on things and get annoyed and all that. But if kids can see the parents visibly repair um, and, you know, from a Christian context, actually saying the words, I'm sorry, and then saying the words, I forgive you. um, I think that is, that is absolutely vital in teaching kids. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I forgive. I forgive you. 
uh, and, and saying it out loud. And, you know, we, my husband and I started doing this years ago and it started off as an accident when our kids were pretty little. Um, but we, we kept on doing it. It is really difficult. It is really, really difficult, but I have to recommend it. You might laugh and you should, because it's really awkward. But if my husband and I are fighting about something and my kids know about it, um, we will go and tell them afterward, uh, like uh, that it was resolved or how it was resolved, mm. which is super awkward because no, a lot of times one person did not get their way. Right? right. And so it's like, you have to say, uh, uh, um, I deci- I decided to give in on this to daddy really? because, and it's awkward, but, um, it, it really has worked. And <laughs> wait, so you don't go over to like to your kids when they were little and go, mommy won this one. Listen, mommy, <laughs> she knew what was up. She got that guy's number. And your father time. figure. You don't know much. <laughs> Wouldn't that be horrible? <laughs> That would be so terrible. Okay. Uh, that's really good. I mean, that's very, very wise of you. It's bit, well, like you're saying, it's, I mean, difficult to do. Man, it is. It is. It is. You know, and you, you, and you have to have, and and you have to have, but what, what I kind of like about it and the way it helps me is it kind of makes me laugh about it. Do you know <laughs> what I mean? You can't be too serious in saying it because it's too awful. Yeah. You know what I mean? And embarrassing. So you kind of have to lighten it up a little bit when you're talking to your kids and therefore it helps you to lighten it up a little bit. That's good. That's really, you know, really good. so, okay. So it, also this, this is really key. I think for a lot of people, she is, she says that there is a difference between hurry up and put on your shoes now, or you idiot, you can never yeah. find your shoes. Oh, yes, because I mean, the second is have, like a character indictment. Oh, how many people have been harmed by call? Don't call your kids names. Right. Right. Or I mean, how about, is, you know, what word needs to be completely eliminated? Uh, always. Oh, you always. Or never, right? That's right. right. That or you means. never. Both of them are really, really right. bad. I, yeah. But name calling, right? It's I mean, rich, yeah, there's no place for that. You've oh. carried that wound with you. And so you're really hurting your kids, all right? I mean, this is true. I mean, she, in this piece about yelling at your kids and trying to avoid the shame. And, you know, I'm laughing about this because I'm thinking about my parents, you know, one of seven kids. I don't think my parents really felt shame at all about, you know, the about way they dealt you. with me. No. Yeah. I mean, this is a 21st century construct. Yeah, right. You're, shame. Right. They're, yeah. You're, there's no that's shame. That's a good point. That's a good let's point. go. You know, they just let's toughen up. Let's get going. But you know, we live in a different time. Right? Yeah, it's for true. better or worse. And it's I'm not true. saying, you know, you're trying to raise, you know, an army of little weak willed, you know, spineless babies. But there is something, you know, you what you're talking about is you're raising it to a different standard. You're opening things up a little bit and you're showing compassion. You're showing. Yeah, are you show, you're, you're showing weakness, to be honest, which is oh, very difficult. That's weakness. That's very painful. That's why making it lighter can make it easier. Because otherwise, it can just be a rough time. Yeah. I mean, you know, you remember one of the more terrifying things about being a child, especially a little kid, is when your parents fought. Oh, the worst. Wasn't that the, I mean, you know. It's the worst. It's like the worst nightmare component. Because, you know, you might be whatever, whatever. It doesn't matter if you're four or 14. Yeah. If you see that turmoil in front of you, are you, I mean, you know, you can't believe what you're watching the yeah. anger because, you know, that's not the people that you generally know. If God, God help you, if you know, you grew up in a, a family that has great vitriol, that's such a, it is very, very difficult existence. Yeah. 
But you I see that. Yep. And and the, the fear that your parents will get a divorce mm. is is always looming large. We talked about that. When yeah. our kids were little, yeah, we yeah. would say, listen, mom and dad really were mad. I want to guarantee you guys, I'll tell you boys, we're mad at each other. We had a really bad route here, but we will never divorce. Do you get well, that? Do you understand? Do you I'm not going that? anywhere. That's really awesome. And neither is she. Do you get yeah. that? And they're like, okay. <laughs> you, know, you know that. I mean, they're traumatized. Right. I'm traumatized. And, you know, but I want you to know that. Yeah, that's really good. That is really you know. good. Listen, when I was growing up, I was sure that then when I left for college, my parents would get a divorce. Really? When you yep. left for college? Wait, uh -huh. wait, wait. So you're saying that all through, you know, you're growing yep. up, you in your mind's eye, did you ever talk to them about that? No. Say, you got no. Come on. It was the 70s. You don't talk yeah, right. about things like that. <laughs> Are you guys getting a divorce? Mind your own business. Or the 80s. Either right. one. We weren't talking about it. No. You were sure but, that they were, and, and yeah. did it didn't improve? Their, the relationship Listen, improved? as soon as I left, they got along like perfectly. Uh, so what does that mean? I think they were, I don't know, but I, apparently I, I was hel I'm not helping. No, the no, situation. no. What it was, was that parenting, you know, look, the parental style, yeah, how yeah, we yeah, each yeah. engage with our children. Right. That's very difficult as well, isn't it? Yeah. I'm Damn. telling you, I should have left earlier. I was with family over the weekend and the subject of kids came up because there's, there's, we've got a, a, an a small explosion. All of a sudden there's a bunch of little kids and we, we love it. But one of the couples is like, we're not having kids. They were intentional about it. We're not doing this. And we'll tell you why. I mean, that really, you know, mm. opened up a lot of conversation. It kind of broke mm. my heart. But yeah, yeah, break my heart. Everybody too. does things the way they choose you, to do things. But you have no idea what a child would bring into your life. You look at other people and you think, I don't want that. I don't want the responsibility. I don't want. You, don't reali you don't realize. You don't realize. As Elizabeth Bruning said in the New York Times on Mother's Day, she wrote such an outstanding piece on mothering. She said, what people don't tell you is that you're not going to have a child. You're going to have your child. <laughs> that's the difference. Did you love it? That's, that's the difference. It. You know what I mean? You're not having some random baby that's going no. to keep you up at night and you're going to hate. That's you're mine. having your baby. Yeah. And that makes all the difference in the world. Yeah, it surely does. But man, I mean, what, what a journey. And people have said this, you know, you hear this, you know, be mindful because it goes by so fast. And it sure does. And it you go, really okay, right, does. right. Yep. And then before you know it, yep. what happened? Oh, they're gone. I, I can't, I miss, I, I can't tell you. Don't you miss your kids sometimes? You go, oh, oh, yeah, of course. I miss you. Of course, they're both right outside that door right now. So. <laughs> hey. Hey. <laughs> Maybe not as much right this minute. But. What's for dinner, you guys? Wait, <laughs> clean up a little bit. I miss you. I miss you being a little neater. Yeah. Anyway, yelling at your kids and shame and yeah, what's that it's... look like? How does it feel? Forgiveness. Yep. Uh, humility, recognition of it all. Yeah. Forgive each other and do it out loud. Thank you, God. All right. Should we take a break? Yep. Let's do all it. Right. What is ahead? When we come back, uh, it's a couple things. First off, it's a crazy story about two little girls who decided to drive their car to the ocean. The oh, there's, problem, a, there's a parenting story gone bad. The, the only problem being that they're four and nine years old. Oh my and then we've also got some celebrity birthdays. Oh, celebrity birthdays. How about it? Yesterday we had celebrity deaths. So today's celebrity birthdays. <laughs> We're just so trying to round it out. Let's get yeah, to blow out the candles and have a shovel thrown in. It's the same.
Impact Mortgage Corp. TV, a cash call mortgage, NMLS ID 1282321, equal housing lender, not licensed in all states, including New York. Offer based on loans over $250,000. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms and restrictions. What's better than a mortgage interest rate and APR in the twos? How about a no-closing-cost mortgage loan with an interest rate and APR in the twos? That's right. We have no-closing-cost loans here at Cash Call Mortgage. We pay the title, escrow, and appraisal fees. So if you're looking to save a little cash on your monthly mortgage payment, call Cash Call Mortgage today. Our quotes are always free. If your mortgage rate APR is not in the twos, Cash Call Mortgage could lower your interest rate and save you some cash. What are you waiting for? With low rates and no closing cost options, now is the time to refinance your mortgage. For a free quote to see if you qualify, go to CashCallMortgage.com or call us today. Call 800-931-6651. That's 800-931-6651. 800-931-6651. Don't let pests scare off your returning customers. Get the help you need at BoozeBugStoppers.com. Get a free quote on a monthly or quarterly pest control and sanitation plan without a long-term contract that'll clean them up, block them out, push them back, and remove pests safely. Backed by Booze 100% Satisfaction Guarantee. When it comes to protecting your business and your guests, who are you going to call? Booze Bug Stoppers at BoozeBugStoppers.com. The Original Mattress Factory is always looking for good people to join our team. If you're interested in a sales, manufacturing, or delivery position, we offer competitive pay and exceptional benefits packages. Integrity and strong work ethic are essential because at OMF, we strive for excellence in all that we do. To learn more about our company and our unique business model, visit us at OriginalMattress.com. You can stop by any of our locations or visit the employment section on OriginalMattress.com to complete an application. Mattress Firm's best Memorial Day sale ever has been extended for a limited time. Shop and save up to $500 on top-rated mattress brands like Sealy and Sleepy's. Plus, get a free adjustable base with your $6.99 mattress purchase. Hi, this is Robert Jermolowski, owner of Doing It Right Roofing, Siding, Remodeling. Looking for a new roof or siding upgrade? Call us for a free estimate at 724 New Roof or visit roofingcontractorpittsburgh.com. Trip to Europe. Visit all 30 Major League Baseball stadiums. Go skydiving. Okay, so you know what you want to do in retirement, but do you know how to get there? Tune in to Your Retirement Blueprint with Kurt Kenotic and Ethan Lane of Accurate Solutions Group. Saturdays at 10 a.m. to get answers to your retirement planning questions. Plan today so you can do the things you've always dreamt about doing in retirement. Listen every Saturday morning at 10 to Your Retirement Blueprint with Accurate Solutions Group. Investment advisory services offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC. Speaking about parental nightmares, which we were just engaging with before the break, two young girls in Utah stole their parents' car so they could drive to California from Utah to go to the beach and, quote, swim with dolphins, said police. The girls, ages nine and four, sideswiped a car and then collided with a semi-truck. Nobody was harmed. Both children were wearing seatbelts. The girls woke up at 3 a.m. one recent morning and were talking about driving to California. So they went downstairs, took the keys to the Chevy Malibu, made it through the basement steps. And the eldest sister with the younger sibling drove about 10 miles until they sideswiped a car on the highway. Uh, no word if they were going highway speeds. 
but they sideswiped the car. Then a semi-truck driver called the police on his um, on his radio and said, hey, somebody might be impaired after he saw the two cars collide. So he trailed these two girls, not knowing that they were just young girls. And then the car ran into the truck, which, of course, stopped everything. Quote, the parents were horrified and very shocked to find their kids were, were gone. Oh, my gosh. Um, she said, um, the mom says, I was pretty shocked. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Holy cow. That's insane. <laughs> oh. Can you imagine? All I can say is thank God nobody was hurt. Yeah. I mean, dear. All right, from the uh, sublime to the ridiculous, or maybe the ridiculous to the sublime, depending on how you look at things. Uh, celebrity birthdays today. I've got three for you, John. I've got uh, the first lady, Jill Biden. I've got Anderson Cooper from CNN. And I've got uh, Tennis's Rafael Nadal, all celebrating a birthday today. My quiz for you, of course, is how old are these people? How old? Rafael Nadal, who's mm-hmm. a tennis pro, tennis star, right? Uh, Jill Biden and who's the third? Anderson Cooper. Anderson Cooper. Boy, that's an odd mix. Okay. Uh, Rafael Nadal, I believe, is still playing at a very high level, so he can't be an old man. I would say Rafael Nadal is uh, uh, in his prime uh, at 34. 35. Hey. Shockingly close, as you, for some reason, always are. Uh, Jill Biden now – she is much younger than the uh, the president. Mm-hmm. I would say easily. Well, how much by, is much? I would say easily by a decade when you see them together. Okay. Just saying. Uh, Jill how Biden, old is the president? Seventy eight. I. Th- I think so. Okay. Okay. I thought. I was thinking. Wait, you think? Of, no, I don't think he's eighty. He's not eighty. No. Okay. Uh, well, she's a lot younger. I would say Jill Biden is at least uh, sixty nine or seventy. Yes, you are correct. Yeah. How old is she? 70. Fabulous. Yay, 70. Happy birthday. Um, okay. Guess their uh, weight. Guess their weight. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's I could probably just, do that. I think I... That's just good mean. Uh, and who? Oh, Anderson, Anderson Cooper. Cooper. I have no idea. Anderson Cooper is one of those guys, you know, he could be 40, he could be 60. Yep. Yeah. Um, and he's got Anderson, the gray hair thing going and it's, yeah. you know, he's quaffed. Uh, Anderson Cooper is quaffed. And he uh, is, I believe he is tanned also. That uh, that will go, okay, into the consideration of all that. Anderson Cooper is mm, 54. Yes, that's exactly it. What the heck? Yeah, okay. Look, this is just a guess, pure guess on my part. 54. Yeah. Joe Biden, 70. And Rafael Nadal. uh, Yeah, he's 35. 34, I said. Yeah, he's 35. So you were off by one year and three people. Three people. That's sick. That's good. All That's right. a very weird skill you have. I don't know. I think it just means I've, I read a lot and I've been around a long time. Yeah, That's all that it means. Could, that could That's be it. it says. Anyway, anyway uh, where are we? Uh, people want to stream, Kath? They can yeah, find if you us want there. to watch the stream, 101.5 Word FM on Facebook. Um, I have to say that I was going, I'm the person who puts it out on our um, Johnny Kathy page. And I just realized that today I forgot. So I apologize it's Wednesday. But you can all. watch it at 101.5 Word FM. It's still there. Hey, have yourself a great night. It's always a great pleasure. Uh, thanks for being with us. God willing, we'll see you tomorrow and, and say your prayers. Be at peace here. Have a good night. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group.